Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Pilgrim's Podcast, the podcast where we pilgrimage through The Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan. Join us as we explore the second best-selling Christian book that takes us through the journey of Christian as he leaves the city of destruction until he gets to the celestial city. Is it the second best-selling book of all time or the second best-selling Christian book of all time? Yeah, I think it is after the Bible. Like book in general? After the Bible, second most. Wow. Okay. I'm almost certain. I don't know. Well, we'll just claim that anyway and check it after. Maybe. Okay. Join us as we explore through the pilgrimage of Christian in this historic allegorical tale, the second best-selling book of all time. So far. So far. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep Bunyan humble. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is going to be fun. Apparently the second place goes to a Catholic classic, The Imitation of Christ by S.A. Kempis. Is this of all time? Is this third then? I thought the little red book had been in there somewhere. Mm. Little red book. Yeah. Although whether it was its best selling or I think I think it was government law that you had to have it in China, you know. Ah, uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The Pilgrim's Progress has been the most published book in the world, second only to the Bible. Maybe I should say it like that then. Yeah. 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 Okay. Second most published book in the world, second only to the Bible? Yeah. But So what way do you say that? The way you just said it. The most published book in the world, second only to the Bible? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Right. Welcome to the very first episode of the Pilgrim's Podcast. The podcast where we pilgrimage through the Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan. The best, most, the... The most published Christian... No, the most published... Uh, what was it again? Uh, the most published book, apart from the Bible. Okay. The second most widely published book, except for the Bible. Okay. The most widely published book in the world, second only to the Bible. Yeah. Okay. So, what makes you want to read Pilgrim's podcast? No. Oh. So, what would you want? <laughs> you probably should put like a disclaimer at this point that through these episodes of the Pilgrim's Podcast, we will be using Pilgrim's Podcast and Pilgrim's Progress interchangeably. To <laughs> well, no, I'll catch them all in the edit. Uh, so, what makes you want to read the Pilgrim's Progress now? Then you basically give me the book, Stephen. It's like, here, do you want to read this? And it's like, sure. We're going for honesty okay. here. So, why do you think it's worthwhile reading such? A, you know, why do you think it's why do you think it's worth reading a four hundred year old Christian allegory? Well, let me ask you a question, Stephen. Why do you think it's worth reading a book that's four hundred years old and it's full of Christian imagery and allegory and can speak to us even today? Uh, it's hard to put in the words, but maybe because it's full of Christian imagery and allegory and, and still speaks to us even today. <laughs> so what are you hoping to get out of reading The Pilgrim's Progress? I know, just a, a good insight into the Christian life through an 
allegorical lens which Bunyan has provided us with? I find it's the kind of book that's really hard to read without discussing. I think it's it's too on the nose allegorical to just let it slide and really the ideas and, and the even the names of the characters need teased out mm-hmm. and considered and battled around to get the full worth out of it. How good of a reader are you? I'm not what we would consider um, a keen or an avid reader. It's it is a bit of a push to actually have to sit down and read something. It's more done out of a I want to know what the book says. I want to know the information within. If I could just zap it straight into my brain without having to actually sit down and eyeball it, I would. I mean, it's obviously very easy to sit down and watch a movie more than once or a TV program more than once. Are there many occasions that you've read a book more than once? No. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure I haven't really read a book more than once. Apparently, apparently Spurgeon read The Pilgrim's Progress more than a hundred times. Really? So I'm led to believe, which is mind-blowing for me, because, yeah, I'd, I'd be similar. There haven't been many, very many books at all that I would have read more than once. What do you think about the, the, the credibility that that brings to the book whenever people like Charles Hedden Spurgeon have read it? and so thoroughly digested it does that bring anything to the book um i think it does yeah i think it does yeah yeah i agree um yeah if people like him are are reading it a lot and did he not say something along the lines that's the book he valued the most next to the bible or after the bible so if he's saying stuff like that um and the influence he's had in Christian thought as well, then there's got to be something to take away from this book. Yeah, I think you could almost just read it out of a pure curiosity of what did he find in it that he kept coming back yeah. to. Yeah. Okay, so Spurgeon, 19th century Baptist. Uh, Bunyan, 17th century Puritan. What do we know about him? Wow, that's uh, he wrote. He wrote the Pilgrim's Progress <laughs> in prison. Is that right? Yeah, and he was in, pre- yeah. in prison for I probably nonconformism. So in prison, he wrote this, mm-hmm. and that's really how the book opens. I mean, let's yeah. let's uh, in this pilot episode begin with the the opening paragraph. Bunyan writes this. I think. I presume. He's writing this as himself, as John Bunyan. And he says, As I walked through the wilderness of this world, I lighted on a certain place where was a den, a jail, and I laid me down in that place to sleep. And as I slept, I dreamed a dream. So it's almost as if he's writing this, not as fiction or allegory at this point, but uh, here's a dream I had. Well, yeah, I'm just reading here, so... So it was at Bedford Jail, um, and he's confined there for several months since 1675. Yeah, and that's why I wrote the Pilgrim's Progress. Okay. 
What do you know about the story so far before we go into it? Uh, What's the setup? Outside of a dream. Or inside of a dream. Uh, what do you mean? What's the, what's the synopsis? Synopsis? Well, we have a... We have this this man who finds out... Um, what does he find out? Yeah, the burden on his back. And then Evangelist comes along. Tells him uh, sort of about the good news. Well, it depends on what way you look at it. And then he has to leave the city of destruction uh, and journey or pilgrim uh, to his destination. Okay. That's uh, a brief synopsis for you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's pretty much what I understand it to be, the journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's our first episode of the Pilgrims podcast. Um, join us again as we get into the nuts and bolts of this book. Uh, this is a book that is public domain online, so find a copy, buy a copy, read a copy, and follow along with us as we look at these ideas and themes, and really how this 400-year-old book is still relevant and thought-provoking even today. Find us on social media, at Pilgrims Pod, and uh, you'll, all the relevant links are there. Uh, you can follow us on our own personal pilgrimage. I'm on Twitter at NadrogNeil and Instagram uh, at the same handle. Yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter at Harry JG Russell. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Stephen Cairns JR. Thanks for joining us on the first leg of our pilgrimage as we've set out. Join us next time as we pilgrim further. Reconvene at the City of Destruction. See you there. Bye. 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 See you next time.